Last time on Crittin' Edward Ludicius and Elania discussed what was within the book she had sought. Humval almost got attacked by prison guards until Cruz walked in behind him carrying evidence of their success in slaying the Ingral. Then the group left, Parker heading to his family's shop with Gascar and Cruz behind him. Elania bid farewell to Edward and Edward had a closed-door conversation with Cruz, where he revealed he'd worked for the Selnaras, who had sent him to confirm whether or not Cruz truly had no loyalty left for his family. Parker then found his family and Janice to be safe and unharmed while Gascar spent this time conversing with the members of Guild Lafta, who were shopping for instruments for an upcoming performance they were preparing for, but meeting up satisfied that there was no immediate threat, they determined they needed to meet back up with the others. And now, on with the show. You guys leave, heading back towards the guild hall. You do see the guild laughter kind of tr- like a couple couple hundred feet in front of you and just making their way. You could almost swear that even through like the pouring down rain around you, looking down, you could see a trail of tears following them. But you're able to make your way back to the guild hall, <laughs> of which Cruz, Lola, you both returned. Lola first, or Cruz first, because you're flying. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to land right in front of the doors, probably startling the uh, guards. And I'm, going, and I'm going straight to the guild hall. I'm not, I'm okay. flying by my, going straight for our door. Okay. You are able to make it there pretty quickly. And then uh, if Relic doesn't stop me to talk, I'm just going to go directly to my room to try to calm down and go to sleep. Perfect. Uh, Lola, sopping wet, you as well follow, and you're able to make it to the um, to the guild hall. Wait, did she see me? She would have seen you go down, but not go in. You're like the only flying thing in the air. I throw a rock at the back of his head just to make myself feel better. Roll to hit. If you do it while he's flying, he will take additional damage because he will most certainly pass out. I'll do that. (laughs) Okay, so D20, 18 plus 2 dexterity, so 20. Uh, Okay, now at a range increment of 50 feet... Oh, Jesus. Cruz, as you land, you stand up. Both of the guards, startled, kind of reach for their weapons. And then one of them relaxes before... Ah! Ah, Ah! Wait, how did she hit me at 50 feet when I have an AC of 20 right now? No, no, no. She missed you. Hit the guard, ya dingus. As the guard goes down, clutching his eye, and the other guard looks around. Like, what? <laughs> like, I my eye. I, someone hit me with a rock. The guard looks to you, Cruz, like, did you? No, it wasn't you. Looking out of the crowd, looking up, looking around. Literally, Cruz doesn't see. He just literally walks straight by them, like, does not stop, like, does not break his gate. He's going straight to the hall. Okay, well, as the doors close behind you, you hear a, are you sure it was a rock? And there the doors doors close behind you. (laughs) Alanya, (laughs) you threw a rock in a general direction, heard a cry out, maybe you hit Cruz. 
But coming across, you see a guard. A you see two prismatic guards standing in front of the guild hall. But as you pass by them, you notice one of them has a very swollen black eye. <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of like put my hand inside my face and walk past. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no. Ah! Hey, did you throw a rock? Me? Just asking for a friend. No. Nope, no, it wasn't me. Please roll deception. Give him the puppy dog eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bat my eyes. A deception check. 18 again. Nice. Well, with a natural two plus two, they rolled a four. He's blinded by the rock. Yeah, no, I'm sure I didn't get a good look at who it was. And you're let in. <laughs> what do you do from here? Um, does Alanya have a room still, or did they get rid of it? Oh, no, you still have a room, most certainly. Okay, I'm just going to beeline towards my room really fast, because I don't want to deal with anybody right now. Okay. Are you trying to move stealthily, or just going as fast yes. as you Yes. Please roll stealth. 19. All right. You're able to slip through the crowd. You've done this before, sneaking out in the middle of the night, several times probably, along the lines of the guild hall, getting into and opening up the guild. You close the door. You do see a half-sleepy relic sitting in the chair by the fireplace, just kind of nodding off, but not entirely asleep. How far away is my room from relic? Uh, it's about... 20 feet, 30 feet. Do I have to walk by him? No, you're walking the opposite direction. The fire's on the left side of you. Okay, I'm just going to kind of glance at him, you know, and then keep going. <laughs> Perfect. Wouldn't he have woken up a little bit with me, like, blazing through the door, not being quiet at all? Uh, he would have sat up, sat up and been like, no, that's Cruz. And then just got back to sleep. <laughs> uh, door number 15. Okay. You do see a little dust on the handle. Uh, I'm going to go in and immediately dump the stuff. Some of this, not everything, but I'm going to grab the hearts out. I'm going to grab the book from my family and start like just digging through and looking at everything. Okay. Roll me a history check. 16. So you would remember from when you were a child and you were being taught about books the elves loved books and they hated using or leaving any kind of empty space that didn't convey a point. So you look down and you do see that there is a, a numbering system on the, the pages itself that aren't the standard one through 10 through, you know, numerical order. That is one thing that was not picked up by Edward. And you do recognize that that was usually something where kind of taught culturally that if you were to have something of great importance, you would read through the book, marking these down. And then at the very end, you'd read the message written in it at the end as kind of the, the exclamation mark at the end of the book. Okay. Um, well, upon noticing that, um, I'm gonna start translating and look. And while I'm going through each page, looking for the word, I'm a, is that that's right, right? You go through each page. Yep. Okay. As I'm doing that, I'm gonna make sure I don't miss anything else or see any other anything else that would pop out. Okay. It seems as though what was, what Edward went through was about the the largest gist of what the history, the kind of history of this possible aquarium the power source of the planet. Okay. Do I get the translation? Flipping through it and getting to the end of it, yes, you do get the the final notation of this particular book. And it is interesting, though, that Edward didn't pick up on that, even with his study of ancient elven, though that is a very fine detail that mm, probably slipped his mind. The translation at the very end details this. The fractures are the reflection of the gods. The guardians are the reflections of the gods. The very environment, creatures, and various things that inhabit them all reflect the nature of the god who created it. In order to kill 
a god, one must craft the blood of the gods. From the heart of every guardian, you may leave a god rendered helpless. Um, I'm going to look at that with a bit of excitement because I was like, my theory was very close, but I'm also going to be confused because I'm going to look at it and say, wait, so I'm supposed to kill a god or the gods. Kind of like talking to myself looking at this book because that's what it's saying, correct? It seems as though it's saying something along the lines of being able to rid gods personally via concoction of elements of every one of them put together into some form of drought, similar perhaps to the Igral, in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, with that, I am going to... Let me think. I'm trying to think of which one of you I trust the most, sorry. <laughs> um, you know what? I think I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to go wake up Relic and talk to him for advice like I used like you know because I always go to Relic to talk and get advice so I'm gonna give him a surprise of a lifetime <laughs> okay half waking up from his chair uh, you do kind of tap him and he opens his eyes and Elonia yeah, it's just a dream no no <sighs> I'm back Alanya, you're, you're back? For real? And he kind of like reaches out and kind of like taps taps your shoulder. Oh, are you... Shapeshifter. You truly are. He stands up and he just, he hugs you just right then and there. Oh, I'm going to give a hug back. <laughs> you're literally like his child. Aww. So seeing you come back is now like super relieved and you hear it in his voice. Just... Oh, Nick Valio, you're safe. It's... Okay. I have a lot to tell you about the time I've been gone and what I just found out today. So if you have a moment, I'll fill you in. But first, I want to let you know that Hoomval read my journals. Very invasive. Go ahead and take it out on him when he gets you. <laughs> of course he did. That sounds about right. Very rude. But... All right. I'll be able to take it out on him for sure. He's been one of the ones I've kind of watched out for. I would have figured it'd have been Cruz, but you know. Uh, I need. That's what I need to talk to you about. I don't know if I trust Cruz yet. I don't know him, but let's let me fill you in real quick. And I'm not gonna go through it all again, but I'm gonna fill Relic in on like everything I found out being down in the fracture, what I just found out through my book. Okay. It's a lot to take in, and by this point, Gascar, Parker. Humval, I'd say that you guys return at the tail end of this regaling. Hearing Alanya finishing, explaining her stories with you guys, having finally come back with Edward Ludicious. It's, uh, that's a lot, Alanya. Um, I'm glad that you survived it all. This book concerns me greatly, though, which uh, contains a lot of history that apparently has been forgotten or has been rewritten. Correct. And that is where I'm also concerned. This changes the existence of everything we know. It does. In many ways. Uh, excuse me, but did you learn something new since we saw you last from your book? Yes. Oh. Wow, can the, is it actually possible for this world to get weirder? At this point, I'm starting to think so. Anything is going to be a surprise at this point. Okay. All right. So, is is Cruz in here? Is he still sleeping? Cruz is definitely in his room at the moment. <laughs> he hasn't fallen asleep yet, but he is there in the his room. Okay. Well, um, I found out more about the Deodovans and the Reinhardt, specifically the Deodovans created the Magitek drives and the Reinhardt stole them. Wait, I'm pretty sure you got that way. What? Huh? The Deodovan created the Magitek drives and the Reinhardt stole them. Just a start off. You know, that checks out. Not only that, 
there is an aquarium, which imagine it as like the center of the universe, but the center of magic. And somehow the Reinhardts have obtained it. And that is what created the fractures. And and it goes back to the war 200 years ago. And somehow my people are involved in little tiny bits. And I don't know, but I also know that my father was onto something that gathering the hearts, the hearts are connected to gods. And the only thing I have is this note at the end of this book that tells me that, and it says to kill them, I have to have a piece of them. So this is the dot that I'm not connecting. Why do we need to kill the god? Do we? Are you saying we need to kill the gods? And if so, why? That's what it says. I don't know why. I'm, I don't even know ancient elven. I'm trying to look. I just got this book today. I, this is just going through it today, and that's what it says. Elalia is a Reinhardt spy. Quick, get her. I'm not a Reinhardt spy, I promise. Tried to hit him with a rock early, and I hit a guard. Oh no, I joke with you. <laughs> She's a bad spy. Is that why that that guard had a black eye? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you apologize? How awful of a person are you? Just throwing rocks at random people. That's low. That's very low. No, I was trying to hit Cruz. <laughs> I don't, and I don't know if Cruz, his involvement, or anything like that. But at this point, the Reinhardts have a big role in all of this, and I am very concerned on many levels. I don't even know what else these people have been up to though about. Oh no, you are entirely correct. Also, from Cruz. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Why the Cruz? You just wake up. <laughs> My ears are probably on fire at this moment. You're at 35 <laughs> HP now, having gotten half of your sleep. <laughs> like, someone, you sneeze. Someone's talking about you. Goes back to sleep. <laughs> he sneezes, deals 37 points of damage to himself. <laughs> Breeze fire and burns down the guild hall. <laughs> Breeze fire, fireball goes through the door, <laughs> burns the room across the hall from me. Alfie's pack part two. <laughs> Jerry catches it and be. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Oh dang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've let Jerry out into the fireplace. Oh yeah, okay. He he foofs out. He's still definitely like recovering from his battle with the Agrol. Uh, I give him lots. I give him lots more coal, and I give him a special treat because he really liked the apples wood and I, I throw him some apple wood okay you see as you toss the coal in there it kind of forms into like a little tiny house at the very bottom and you see him kind of like swoof down a bit down to where he's like a miniature version of himself and open up a little coal door and go into it oh. bringing the wood oh into it oh my god that's yes. so cute <laughs> and he shuts the door first item of merch needs to be a jerry plushie that's so cute. I agree. I love it. Okay. So you've regaled to Gaskar. The I'm curious. <laughs> like, what if we're not actually killing the gods? What if the gods are corrupted and it wants you to kill the corruption? I don't know. I need to do more research. It's just speculation at this point. And I know, Gaskar, that you like the gods. And so I'm not saying I'm killing your friend. I'm just saying, like, this is still new, fresh research. I mean, so... There's only one god that I've had a pleasant experience with, and that is going to be the god of Valia, and she's been very helpful, so yeah, the thought of killing her specifically seems really messed up. But I do wonder if what you are saying about these levels as being a reflection of that god, if maybe there's a, like you said, a corrupted version of that god in each level or something or uh, we're killing the reflection of it well you have to think we're not meant to have all that magic and us taking it or the Reinhardt's taking it uh, definitely could have caused a lot of corruption across everything and that's why I want to get to the fourth level because I want to try your th what you did and I want to try to pray to Lamania because that's who my people pray to the most See what happens. At, you know, out of curiosity, do we know which 
which floor of the fracture corresponds to which god? Have we put that to the together? So I can tell you from my theories and research the eight of what I assume the gods are. So upon the first level, with the evidence, it looks like it was Sigwin, the god of beasts. Would you agree with what you encountered in the first level? We only encountered the girls and the Nashers, and they were kind of brutal. Beastly, yes. Mm-hmm. Sure, yes. <laughs> the second level, I believe, is Darathon, the god of untimely death. Okay, yeah, that checks. Then the third level, Openda, the goddess of light. And I don't think, have you been to the third level yet? No, the next level we've been to is the eighth. Okay, and then the fourth is Lanya, the goddess of nature. Then it goes to Sekep. Next is Lafta. Next is Retatathan. How do you... Retathan? Retatathan. <laughs> Retatathan. And then the next, so the last level I was at is Karanes, the goddess of darkness. And if you don't think the eighth level is a representation of the goddess of darkness... No, I think you're on to something there. Now, as she gives her theories, Humval reaches into a pouch he's been keeping on him, and he pulls out a corresponding holy symbol of each of these gods. Yeah! Now, Parker, and, and you too, Alanya, you, you know a lot more about this, and um, is there a traditional ordering of the gods? Like, if you were to just go and list them out, does... Is there a list in which order you would go and do do these the gods that you suspect being attributed to each layer of the fracture fall into that order perfectly? Like, could we make a prediction as to what level nine is going to be, per se? Uh, Swear, is there a, a check I can make? Um, rule a history check. Uh, twenty-two for history. So for history, there is, in fact, a traditional order of the gods. It's in a song form. It's kind of like the ABCs, but of gods. Now, similar to the ABCs, it's not necessarily put in any particular order or for any particular reasoning as to why it is the way it is, but kind of set in the... uh, Ooh, kind of set in the, the cultures of the world, there is a traditional song of them. Does the order in the song match the order which we have kind of potentially identified? It does. Oh. <laughs> now there, there is an old song of the gods that lay out a particular order that kind of matches with what Alanya was saying. So what is the rest of that order? <laughs> if if you were to continue on the order of the song, ending at Karanas, it would go Quintolin, goddess of time, Kret, god of secrets, Lachnola, goddess of knowledge, Rompanthia, goddess of war, Frienthia, goddess of fire, Swispa, goddess of timely death, Valia, goddess of love and hope, Gawang, god of art, Litzit, god of ill fortune, Yurth, god of good fortune, No one, god of tricks and lies. Is there anything in that song to hint at a 20th god or something like a 20th something yeah there's only 19 gods listed yeah there's only 19 right i understand there's only 19 but you know the abcs (laughs) and go they you know yeah x y z now i know my abcs next time won't you sing with me like is there a similar sort of ending to it that so edward and i were theorizing that the 20th level held the alquirium When we looked at the map earlier, the line on the map of the fracture led down to the silvered shade holding something. That 
might be it. A thought strikes me. What if the Silvered Shade is the Reinhardt who took the Alquirium? I was thinking the same thing. And he's at the 20th level. Possibly. I've heard tale that ancient artifacts and things from beyond time must be destroyed in a certain way. What if this Alquirium can only be destroyed on the 20th layer? Well, as strange as this may be, or maybe it's not so strange. You know what? It's not so strange. I think we need some divine guidance. I agree. Take me to the fourth level. (laughs) I turn to Relic. Relic, are you feeling up for a fracture dive to the fourth level? And finding finding another orb of Valia and maybe having some correspondence with the god Alanya is expecting to have an interaction with. You see his expression at the mention of all of this just kind of fall into a very thoughtful kind of eyes closed second. And as he kind of like reaches into his pocket, kind of holds his hand by his waistcoat and he opens his eyes and all right, it's been a while, but I guess it's time for me to dust off this old shell and get myself back to work. Don't worry, Pop Pops. I'll protect you. Guess I'm coming with you. <laughs> you always will. Saved my life already a couple times. I don't know if I'm going to let you do that anymore, but maybe I can return a favor. The relic. Do we need to tell Mai about this, or can we just leave her high and dry? Um, you know what? Because I kind of like the idea of doing that. You know what? She can hold down the fort for a little bit. It'll be fine. If my theory is correct, you might be meeting a great-grandfather. Cruz is still asleep. Kick at his door. Stop, mother... I'm gonna go kick your grandpa... I'm gonna bust into his room and say that. Uh, hey, Cruz, people are populating at your door. You've gotten a full night's sleep. You're all ready to go. To prevent Cruz from getting a full night's sleep, I will repetitively go to his room every hour and bang on his door. (laughs) Guys, I'm going to hopefully be some sort of voice of reason. If we're going to go into the fracture, we should all get a good night's sleep. On On a side note, since we're all in agreement to go back down to the fracture, um... Can we make a pit stop by Mist and Sweat one more time? There was a Dovin research lab that I've been requested to investigate. I would also like to see the Dead research lab as well. So I'm all about it. All right. Mission Sweat. It's real muggy down there. I'm not 100% on going back, but fair enough. Hmm. I can promise you we're going to have a much easier time than you remember having in there. Oh, I can imagine. We're on pretty good terms with the folks in charge there. Folks in charge? Yep. Folks in charge. All right. I'm going to take you at that. (laughs) Although this uh, God-killing business is very concerning it's also still the most uncertain detail as Parker at the mention of slaying a god you feel a visceral reaction from inside your stomach I like how the DM just drinks a glass of wine while he says that (laughs) (laughs) it is red wine too you're like (laughs) Yeah, just dramatic sips on his after he says that. <laughs> okay. Well then, you all head to your beds, set and ready to get a good night's sleep or meditation. Alanya, you haven't meditated next to a bed in a very long time. Or in a bed. I don't know, do you meditate in a bed? Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to sit on something squishy. It's been a while. <laughs> there you go. It creaks in gladness at someone finally sitting in it. Okay. And when I sit down, I'm going to start preparing to meditate. 
Okay. The rest of you find yourselves to your rooms. Even Relic, beginning to waddle his way over to his room, opening up his door and shutting it. It's very calming. It's a welcome relief. That's for sure. Are your D&D games feeling stale, plain, or downright boring? Upgrade them today with beautiful landscapes, terrifying dungeons, wholesome inns, and vast forests. Draw your players into your own personal fantasy world with Arkenforge. Arkenforge.com provides hundreds of preloaded items for you to mix and match to fully customize your worlds. Use promo code CRIDNIT to get $5 off your purchase today. That's CRIDNIT. C-R-I-T-N-I-T. Hey everybody, this is Chris Cornish, your audiomancer for CRITNIT. I just want to take a little time out to ask you to do a couple of things for us. Find us on Twitter and follow us if you haven't already. We are at crit underscore n underscore it. Also, if you could please leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever else that you find us, it would help other people find us and get the story out to others. And speaking of the story, let's hop back into it. I would now like to investigate Ludicious's journal. journal. <laughs> oh, the journal you picked up? That I stole, yes. Okay. Uh, roll investigation. Dice are hot tonight. That was a natural 19. Four. Eight. I play another 25. Dang. Flicking it open. You see that this is the journal of Devion. Most of the script is pretty illegible. He seems to have been at least pretty drunk and writing this. Hold on, I talk with Cruz on a daily basis. I should have a, a decent read on this. I'm just saying, you know, it's in the end. It's it's pretty much just a, a day-to-day journal, you know, of goings-on around a particular place in the northern Sandlands. You don't say. I want to read into that, so I'll study that f- for a while before I head to bed. Okay. This particular man lived in the capital city of Tindertown. Uh, it's a port city, pretty much made of nothing but scrap wood and metal that floated there, kind of conglomerating in the, uh, whatever it's called, in the cove that it was kind of crafted in. Definitely full of drunkards and businessmen and all kinds of crazy stuff. It seems like he was just one of many. And with that, you'll gain a good night's sleep. For once in a very long time. At least seemingly a very long time. You all wake up, though. Fresh morning. You all open your doors practically simultaneously. Including Relic, who at this point cracks his back. All right. Time to wake up. Whoa. Hey, y'all are awake. Before we go anywhere, I require breakfast, please. A real breakfast. Food? Coffee? All right. Well, uh, let me get right on that. You see Relic go over there and start cooking up some breakfast. Does Relic let his door shut naturally or close it himself? Uh, he lets it shut naturally. All right. I would like to sneak into Relic's room and steal his journal. <laughs> Come on. It is Relic's room. It's Papa Relic. You can't do that. Oh, no, no. You got to make him roll. <laughs> Fine. Roll, roll stealth, please. <laughs> what is with this? Why is it? Why am I only rolling 25s? I've been rolling 19s and 16s, and only when the relevant stat is not at the right number. The next time Jeez. you play, the next time you play Pathfinder, you will get nothing but nat ones. Doesn't matter. Pathfinder skills are dumb. Does Alanya notice him trying to slip off to Relic's room? Not with a 25 stealth. This man slips to the back. Everyone's woken up. Uh, Looking back, there's just two closed doors. The only thing Cruz does to help help Relic with breakfast is he makes coffee. Do you make good coffee? Yes, I make Dragonborn coffee. The answer is no. 
Kumval, entering into Relic's room, you see a room completely a mess. You see vials and papers and various alchemical components just strewn about his room. Test tubes and just, you see literally like an alchemical supply store in his room just full to the brim of monster pieces and parts parchments taped or nailed into the wall all over the place you just see this place like it was a literal laboratory of some crazy mad scientist does he have a bed yes i check under the mattress oh my god no (laughs) under the mattress you find a journal Nobody is safe. <laughs> I replace it with with the other one, and I leave. Oh my <laughs> gosh! All right, the rest of you are now eating breakfast. Cruz, you made coffee. Classic Cruz sludge. It slips like syrup into everyone's cups. I'm sure it'll be just the energy you need to go delving in the fracture. I water mine down. I'll make some tea. Mm, very good. Fully loaded with caffeine. Caffeine doesn't give you energy. It inhibits tiredness. There's a difference. Um, at this time, Parker will fill Cruz in on what the plan is, kind of uh, what we're doing, except like leaving out all of the potential accusations against the Reinhardts. Okay. Mm, does... Does Cruz suspect that he's leaving anything out? Does he make, like, any pauses or anything like that? Roll insight and Parker roll deception. Yeah, that's a nat 20 for a total of 21. All right, well, I rolled a natural 19 for a total of 27. (laughs) Mm. Parker is telling you the truth. I'm going to fill them in with my conversation. Actually, is Hoomval out there with us? Is, or is Hoom out there with us? Uh, Hoom, you can you can choose whether or not to uh, attempt a stealth check to get out of Relic's room, or you can just stay in there. Why would I need a stealth check to leave? Okay. You're just going to walk out normally? Yes. Waltzing out of Relic's room, all of you see this, including Relic, who then looks at you, whom, and says, What are you doing in my room? That is not the bathroom. Roll deception. (laughs) (laughs) If Relic doesn't respond with, there's no litter box in there. Oh, I know, right? Sawyer doesn't look happy. 18 for a 18. I haven't rolled over a 10 in the five rolls that I've rolled tonight, so... No, that's not the bathroom. That's actually my room. Relic, you you must clean your room at some point. I got a method to my madness. No one touches anything without me knowing exactly. It, it is a disaster. I did not know where I was. I want to make sure you're not missing anything. Oh, he probably did. He probably took something. Is he that kind of person? Yes, he is. Oh, yes. He's definitely that kind of person. He has a fondness for reading people's journals, too. Yes. You see his eyes immediately flicker open, and he begins to make his way towards his room. (laughs) As he's leaving towards the room, I put his journal on the table, and I start to read it. (laughs) (laughs) In a matter of about (laughs) 10 seconds after he enters and he exits out with another book in his hand, walking up to Hoobal, peeking over, give me that! And you see him take the book and then put the other one down. Mind your own business! I I cannot. I've already read most of the books here and I'm bored. In the two pages that you're able to read, you do manage to get, and finally I saw her. The person who I knew I'd marry. I still have yet to be able to tell her that I like her. But her name is, and then he takes the book away. It's no name is. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it is not mine. What the hell, Relic? It was finally getting good. It was so much better than her book. 
Mind your own business. He goes and puts it back. No, he doesn't. He puts it in. He puts it in a different place. I would like to slide of hand. Slide of hand. <laughs> yes. Roll for it. All right, you might have a chance now. I did not roll a twenty-five. <laughs> I rolled a total of twenty. You're able to slip it in and out of his hands. All right, what was the name? What was the name? <laughs> the name is. My name is. I knew it! <laughs> I gasped audibly and then I forced it into Gascar's hands. And I just casually hand it back over to uh, the relic and be like, the, the idiot kitty handed this to me and opened it again. You st- he stops. He literally stops putting his hand on the door, looks over, <laughs> looks down at the book in his hand, pulls it back, looks up. How the frick did you? <laughs> he goes, grabs it, literally two hand holds it, looking at you. His like long head kind of like elongating out of his shell as he does, walking to his room, kind of like feeling, feeling along the wall to his doorknob and then opening it up, <laughs> never taking his eyes You're off of you. The ears to try and steal it one more time is real. <laughs> yeah, fine. All right. You all are at the table. Relic returns in a small amount of time. He sits at the table, glaring at Humval. Everyone tastes it. He knows why. <laughs> what are you guys doing, talking about, thinking about doing? Everyone's ready to go? I'm going to hand Humval and Parker their $600 or 600 credits and let them know that this was their uh, cut of the spoils from the Agrawl. But hmm. well, thank you, Cruz. Uh, before we go and throw ourselves into near certain death, does the guild sell any form of healing potions, palaces, what have you? Those are what I have, shut up. Before we get into that, I'm going to hand my 600 to her because she helped just as much. Thank you. That's very sweet of you, Cruz. As I'm still like, eyeing him as I take it. <laughs> I'm putting mine in somewhere private. I'm not going to say where because. Somebody might snatch it. I'm gonna go take my money somewhere. Okay. Before she can head off, I'm gonna say, I have to fill you guys in on something. And I fill them in on the entire conversation with Ludicious. I spare no details. That's all all he told you. That's all anybody's told me, and honestly... At this point, I'm really sick of everyone questioning my loyalty and where I line up. And I understand that I'm, whether or not I like it or not, I'm carrying a family name with a lot of stigma behind it. But at some point, I have to be separated from them. I've separated myself for crying out loud. All official records say I am literally dead. I am somebody completely different. For crying out loud, if you look me up, you won't even find me as a dragonborn. I am literally the tiefling cruise because if soon as my wings are folded around me like a cape, as they are now, people can't tell that I'm not a tiefling. Well, most people can't. Before we dive down, I have to know, are you guys sharing any of these loyalty doubts that Ludicious was? Well, you have to understand from my perspective, I just met you. I also found out quite a bit of information, and I'm shocked that Edward didn't at least try to tell you this stuff. Oh, Cruz has no idea of any of the information you guys have. All the information I have is what we've experienced together and I dare any of you to name one time that my loyalty has faltered to any of you when have I not had your back when have I not fought beside you when have I not given you your fair share of spoils from the guild you do see Relic kind of look up from the table and look at the rest of you guys. Well? I do want to trust you. I do. I'm going to be blunt with you. The things that we have found out is that the Reinhardt family is responsible for creating the fractures. 
And if I come to face to face with your family, are you going to get in my way? After hearing my entire story with Ludicius, you should know that there's only one person in that family I won't let be harmed. My loyalties are clear. I am not, in all intents and purposes, a Reinhardt. The only thing I share is a bloodline. I'll give you this of an open mind. And that's not of your own fault. I just have a I just do not trust many people. Alright, Cruz. I have my trust issues as well, but you have proven you have my back and everybody else is here. We didn't start off on the best of foot, and it's about time I forgive that and move on. I will trust you. Parker will approach Cruz, and I'll stick out his fist. Knuckle touch. I'll, I'll give him a bump. I know you got my back, big guy. And then all eyes awkwardly turn towards Humval. Wait, are we waiting on me to say nice things about Cruz? Ah, well. In the southern soundlands, we do have a saying for people like you, Cruz. He who wanders first into the assassination attempt is probably not going to stab you in the back. (laughs) That's a very strangely... Specific saying is, uh, <laughs> does that apply to Cruz in particular? More than once. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. I mean, he did get roasted by a trap. There were also <laughs> multiple situations that this, this saying comes from. So, if the Sandlands were not so hot and completely devoid of any living condition, uh, they would be red. Well, then, it's good to know that we're in general accord. No, not completely. I have been walking beside you and protecting you guys every step I can. Yeah, and it sounds like they acknowledge it. But all all of you have doubted me at one time or not, so how do I know you guys will have my back? And you guys have been there, but that doubt still casts a shadow. Cruz, I'm going to speak bluntly to you. Every time that we have had doubts, it's because something has come up according to your family and that some of the decisions that you made in those times, apart from conversation with us as we observed you, through a little bit of question as to your loyalties, such as you wanting to save Greems when we are all absolutely convinced that he needed to die. He was already dead. Yeah, kind of. I just wanted to save his soul. The dude was dead and I wanted answers and I wanted to know what he was thinking. Bruce, I'm giving you the rationale from the things that we had to go on in stressful moments. I'm not looking for you to make a defense. I understand. What I need you to understand is that's where we were coming from. If you can't respect that and understand that, then you're going to keep putting yourself into positions that compromise your character in our eyes. No, no, Cruz is fine by me. That's the nicest thing Humboldt's ever said. (laughs) So, Cruz, if you can't understand that, then this whole moment means nothing. We trust you. Are you going to trust us? Yes. Okay. Good. Good, or else I would have regretted not drowning you at the bottom of the pit. What pit? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Parker, why don't you play the song? Well, if we're going to go into this fracture, let's find the intended way in. And at that, I will play the the song that uh, generates the map. All right. As you play it, Relic, having now seen this for the first time, is in awe. Um, while he's doing that, do we have all our stuff ready to leave when he's doing this? I'd imagine so. Okay, I'm just going to keep tight notes on the map and see if anything comes close to the book I have. Okay. 
So sorry, what happens to the map when it floats up and it has been bound together with leathers? Did did you do that? Yep. I'm sick of him not asking. Okay, uh, did you try to pierce one of the papers? No. Over and across. Oh, I understand now. It is in my pack. I have wrapped it from west to east, north to south. Ugh. Okay, well, as your little winglets or stringlets try to get into his pack, they kind of bounce off harmlessly, unable to, to penetrate the fabric in order to get into it. Home. Why does no one ask? Why does absolutely no one ask things that belong to me? You has a point. Can we use the map? <laughs> yes, you may. That is all it takes from you people. You hear from the back of his backpack, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map. <laughs> if you keep saying that, I will put you in the fire. Imagine <laughs> the guy who doesn't ask to read journals. Okay, removing it from your backpack, removing the leathers, binding it together, you do find, after playing the song, the map once again appears. And there you have the full map of the fracture. A way in, down to the first level, you do see a glowing path leading seemingly from the elevator inward to a dot leading down. Well, guys, shall we follow the map? Let's do it. Aye. Go. All right. And you wander off towards the Firaxer. Prepared and ready, you guys pass your way through the Guildhall lobby to the back door and open it. Into the fracture room you guys go, one by one, seeing the large dark chasm of the familiar fracture now. The suspended elevator, a glowing beacon in the middle of it. And as you guys enter, you look and you see sitting in a reclined chair, smoking a pipe, Tom Tibia. And as he kind of turns his head, he double takes, pulls the pipe from his mouth, looks at you, how the heck are you still alive? Cruz is just going to flip him off. I immediately pull up my hand crossbow and shoot him. Oh, shoot. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. Welcome, welcome to Cricknit. We got all kinds of good stuff here. Yeah?